Welcome to Hanging Out with Jesus Podcast, where we equip the saints for ministry by bringing you tips, interviews, inspiration, and information on how to live intentionally and daily in Christ. For more resources, including your free newsletter, visit hangingoutwithjesuspodcast.com or click the link in the show notes. Hi, I'm Levita Brooks, author, Bible teacher, founder of the Me Project Academy, and your host. Thanks for supporting this ministry and rating and commenting on the blog and also on whatever podcast platform you're listening, because then it makes this feel more like a conversation. If this is your first time, welcome. (laughs) This is episode 84. Our focus is the difference between being alone versus being lonely. Are they the same? Any advantages? What does the statistics say on this topic? How can even knowing this information about being alone versus being lonely be important to me as a believer? And and how does it inform me living intentionally and daily? Well, that more is coming up. (laughs) Now, come walk with me where we intentionally and daily hang out with Jesus. In ministry news, I like to share a bit of history today because our episode has to do with being alone. Marriage isn't for everyone, nor is living with other people like your parents or brother and sister or your friends. Some folks choose to be single and live a full life. Did you know Susan B. Anthony chose to not get married or have children because being single allowed her to speak or campaign for women's suffrage without having to deal with caring for a family of her own? She was quoted as saying, I'm sure that no man could ever have (laughs) made me happier than I have been. Did you know that Oprah Winfrey didn't marry Stedman Graham because as she told People Magazine in 2019, they would not have stayed married? And she says that she doesn't regret not getting married or or having children. She started the Oprah Winfrey Leadership Academy for Girls in South Africa. You know, that has fulfilled her in ways that is best for her maternally. Now, when you think about former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice, she made the statement back in 2011 that the fact is you don't get married in the abstract. You find someone that you like to be married to. That's a good point. And I'd like to add, you like to get married to someone whom you love and they love you, okay? And together, y'all want to spend the rest of your lives without either of you trying to change that person into someone that you've never been designed to be. If God's designed you to be single for life, do so and embrace every moment of it. Don't let the world dictate to you who they think you should be or your mother who's bugging you for for grandkids. 
Know that God's got a purpose, hope, and future for your life. And during your singleness, explore and participate in being single. This is a joy. Now, if you are going through a season of becoming or, 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 or being a widow or divorce, don't become discouraged. Yeah, you got to grieve. Yeah, yes, you got to grieve. But remember, this is a time for you to spend time in the arms of Jesus like never before. You want to stay close to God's word. You'll find out just how awesome, loved, and powerful you are just by being alone with the Lord. Embrace this time. God's got you. What's happening in the Me Project Academy? Well, saints, (laughs) I just want you to know that right now I've been doing a reset. And it's in the area of my writing. I've been on vacation. I've been having my uncle. I've been, you know, doing all sorts of things like getting back on a plane. (laughs) And, 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 you know, my writing has been, um, it's been off track. And, and I'm sure it, it also has to do with, you know, my passion, my excitement for writing became kind of dull because everything else was like, crowding it out. And I know some of you might find that the summer months or unexpected events can throw you off track. Well, once these things begin to calm down, then it's time to reset. It's time to get back on track, back on your schedule. And for me, that had to deal around writing. I'm finding that having a schedule in my life with routines have been the saving grace of God keeping me. Although my schedule changes, my routines haven't, only the times in which I do them. I'm thinking that because I put so much time into being alone with the Lord and finding out what the best time of day for me to do certain things, like what's the best time of the day for me to write? What's the best time of the day for me to do podcasts? What's the best time of the day for me to to make phone calls? Well, I've learned these things through Spending time with the Lord. I've learned these things through trial and error as well. So saints, if ever you get the chance to be alone with the Lord for any length of time, take it, embrace it. Don't let the things of the world crowd out your time. It's easy to let it happen. I know, but we have to stay focused by continuing to do our schedules and our routines. I've also found that it's having a long times with the Lord that he nudges me to get back on track. And right now he's been nudging me to get back into my writing. Y'all, I remember this one day, I was just talking to the Lord and I was just writing. Next thing I knew, I found that I was four pages deep and enjoying writing poems and stories. So I did a reset. <laughs> now, if you're at this point in your life where you're trying to do a reset, where you have a ministry, but you kind of let it slack, you haven't been doing it, <laughs> and you're ready to, to move, push it forward, to make it a business, then y'all, I have what's called Fortified Coaching Program. And it helps you to reset. Now, 
it also helps those who are, who have just realized that, okay, God, I know what you called me to do. What's the next step? (laughs) Well, it's also for you because we all have to start at the beginning. The Fortified Coaching Program is your foundation. It's a program to design to build your foundation so that you can sprout (laughs) wherever you need to sprout, okay? Registration is going to begin in the end of this month, September. And I put the link in the show notes and it's also on the webpage. But saints, God has called you to something that this world needs for just for such a time as this. It's time to set the foundation so that you can go forward. Check out Fortify Coaching Program. And now... <laughs> There's something else that's happening in the Me Project Academy, and it's called Nuggets Book Club. It's for the month of October. Saints, being alone is great. It's where the the idea originated for this book club. So now being in community is great also because it's where I grow with others as a writer and and enjoy books. You got to have a balance in your life, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I hope you join me. Because registration is going to end on September 20th. So you need to register as soon as you can. Just come, you know. I can't, I can't wait to see what, what we're going to do with the poetry slam, you know. So come register. It's, it's, it's open until September 20th. And also I, I put information in the show notes for you. So Saints, I hope you join me for Fortified Coaching Program and for Nuggets Book Club. a lot of stigma going around about living alone and being lonely. But the problem is that people are attaching the stigma to, I think, the same thing. Living alone is different than being lonely. The reason I bring this up is because I've noticed a few people in my circle saying things like, girl, you shouldn't eat by yourself. You shouldn't go to the movies by yourself. Girl, you know you know you want to be married. What's that about living by yourself? What? Something must be wrong with that person if they haven't got married yet. Come on, Saint. Seriously? Sir, all that should be over with. A person should be able to live alone, be alone, and enjoy life. You know, I I just I I did some reading on some t- statistics. Do you know that the number of Americans, according to this article I read in thehill.com, says that the number of Americans who have not married by the age of 40 has soared from 10% to 25% in 2021? And y'all, there's, there's this thing called gray divorce. That's the rising rate of marriages that dissolve after age 50. It has doubled since 1990. There are more people getting divorced after the age of 50. That's interesting. And also, nearly two-fifths of Americans are unpartnered. That means they're neither married or cohabitating. I wonder if it's because people don't understand 
the difference between being alone and being lonely. Some people may think that being alone means you are lonely, when in essence, it's two different things. Hey, you could be hanging out with your friends and feel lonely. That's what I'm saying. It's two different things. There are people who choose to live alone. There are people who are forced to live alone. There are people who don't have a choice but live alone. And there are people who are just happy that they don't have to deal with someone else's mess. Saints, there are also books out there about living alone, living single, and enjoying it. There's one called Wintering by Catherine May. There's another one called Sierra Melcher called Date Yourself, a practical guide to building self-confidence and learning to love who you are, the change you need. <laughs> you know, I checked out some reviews and descriptions. It sounds interesting. So, you know, if you've read it or think about reading it, let me let me know what you think about it. Support at themeprojectacademy.com. I appreciate it. <laughs> now, before I go any further, I'd like to clear up something. We're talking about being alone versus being lonely. But I want it clear that no follower of Christ Jesus is ever alone. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are in Christ. And since all three are one, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the Godhead is hanging out with you all the time. Believers, you are never alone. God said he will never leave you or forsake you. True, our eyeballs can't detect seeing in the spiritual realm right now. But hey, the word of God confirms that the Lord is here with us. He's here with us. God said he never leave us, forsake us. I know some of you have been through some mess like I've been through. Guess what? Believe it. God is real. <laughs> okay, let's let's do some debunking of this language by, by getting a clear definition from my dictionary of what being alone means versus being alone. I'm sorry. Let's say it again. What being lonely means versus being alone. <laughs> okay, so being lonely, that's an emotion. It's an emotional state where you are feeling alone or disconnected from others. Even if you are with a group of people, loneliness expresses the pain of being alone. It describes a feeling of sadness attributed to not being or not having connection. It stems from feeling like our true self is not seen or understood either by others or within ourselves. Being alone is a state of being physically by yourself. And saints, I found this definition in an article that I, that I want to share. It's, it is equating being alone with solitude. And guess what they say about solitude? <laughs> solitude is being alone and that solitude expresses the glory of being alone. Can you believe it? The glory of being alone. Uh, being alone is craved by some and feared by others. It's being content in your own company. Here's the key. 
being lonely, and being alone? Well, they all have to do with our relationship with ourselves. <laughs> Are you afraid of being by yourself or do you look forward to it? And I don't mean being alone to watch television or eat food or, or do your own thing. No, 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 no. I'm talking about being quiet with yourself. Dancing with just you, enjoying having fun with just you. Having a healthy relationship with yourself is just as important as having a healthy relationship with friends and family. It's called balance, y'all. It's a balance. (laughs) Having a healthy relationship with yourself is going to be a daily practice. We need to take time to enjoy who we are. And you do that in Christ. So how do you do that? How can you be alone in Christ? How can you enjoy whom you are? How can you enjoy being in the presence of God? Remember, saints, I said to you that As believers, we're never alone because we're in Christ, because the Holy Spirit's in us. So so here's some suggestions I have for you on how to be alone, how to enjoy your alone time with yourself and your God. So I have four suggestions. One, recognize who's talking in your head. (laughs) So Yeah, right. If the thoughts are negative, call them out and toss and toss some scripture on them, you know, to cast them, to, to make them flee. That means if, if you hear, you know you don't have time for this mess, or you hear, girl, you are already too pretty to waste your time on spending time with yourself. <laughs> Saying, speak boldly and with confidence. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 to 20 says, My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And if Jesus thought I was good enough to die for and send the Holy Spirit to be in me, the least I can do is get to know him, who was also involved with the making of me. (laughs) So saints recognize it's talking in your head. Number two, keep promises to yourself. If you said you're going to eat the ice cream after you finish your work, then eat the ice cream after you finish your work. If you said you purchase an RV once you retire, well, then do so. My point is, whatever you have told yourself, promise yourself, then do it. Number three, acknowledge where you are. Mmm, this is a good one. So take time to make peace with your past and come to terms with your reality. You see, if you let if you left an abusive situation, give yourself some time, but forgive the person who who has abused you and then accept that right now you are in a one uh bedroom apartment with your friends sleeping on the couch when you just left a two-story house with a view of the ocean. You know, you need to know how and why you got 
where you are and accept that. Then it's time to say, well, Lord, what can I do to change it? Number four, this is, this one, everyone should know. (laughs) Study God's word. Being alone gives you time to dig into God's word for direction, comfort, love, assurance, peace, forgiveness, hope, and a future like Jeremiah 29, 11 says. It was Jesus' custom to go to a solitary place to commune with God. There he was alone. There he fellowship with the Father. There he remembered who he is. There he received instruction. There he became refreshed, restored, and revitalized in his mind, his being. So, so, so take those four suggestions. Acknowledge who's talking in your head. Keep promises to yourself. Acknowledge where you are and study God's word. These four things will help you have a healthy relationship with yourself and develop a deeper relationship with your Lord. There are so many advantages to being alone or living alone. I I just got four. (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry. I just got five. One, alone time may be all you need to get back on track to thinking clearly and feeling better about yourself. Two, it increases creativity. Even small amounts can have big effects on your productivity and create and creative uh, abilities. Four, strengthens your relationship with others. Wow, when you take the time to be alone, getting to know enough about yourself and who you are and who you are in Christ, you can be comfortable enough to be around others and enjoy them without trying to be who they think you should be. (laughs) Oh, yes. And number four, being alone makes you comfortable in your own skin. And number five, I like this quote. (laughs) When you find yourself on your own, take the time to unwind and recharge because it's good for your soul. (laughs) Saints, I challenge you for the next couple of weeks to block off a long time, be intentional about it, and do it daily where you are not engaged with texting, chatting, and talking with others. It's time to take time to spend time with yourself, really getting to know you in Christ. Being alone is a good thing. And when you think about being lonely, y'all, that's an emotion. It's an emotion. And if you feel that emotion, then you share that with the Lord. But as you're sharing it, remember, you're not alone. You are not alone because he's right there listening. He just wants you to get quiet enough so you can hear his voice. (laughs) All right, saints, let's pray. Thank you, Father God, for our bodies that were made in the image of you. Teach us how to guard our time, our long time with you, and continue growing in the wisdom and knowledge of who you are and whom you made us to be in you. For it's in Jesus' blessed name we pray with much thanksgiving. Amen and amen. 
Thanks for listening, Saints. If you enjoyed this episode, then please consider subscribing to the podcast, rating and reviewing it. This helps in moving it forward to being heard by more believers. Also, if you haven't done so, get your free twice-a-month newsletter to keep up with new releases of the podcast, monthly activities on how to live intentionally and daily in Christ. Also, information on Nuggets Book Club and the Fortify Coaching Program, and so much more. All this and more can be found, including my contact information on Hanging Out with Jesus Podcast dot com or the show notes <laughs> so until we meet again on the airways intentionally and daily hang out with jesus shalom